Yeah, yeah, I get it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that you can sell to somebody, bro. Yes, thank you. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, me, I don't even know what that means. So, so once you do that, yeah. then you get in your phone and you text every single person in there, at least 100, 200 people. Send it to them. Hold on, guys. We're talking about that average. The person that's walking down the boulevard right now, I ain't got shit. I just told so you. Hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on. We're going to break it down even more basic. Now, DJ, come on, stop it, bro. Make it a book. You're like a science class. It cost class. me $40 to make a book. Okay, no, no, I get it. But you know how to make a book. Some people don't have laptops. So this is what I'm saying. Okay. Hit me up. For the average. Link for the, down below. All right, so they don't have no money. They don't have no money to hit you up. All right. I got money on my mind. I'm just trying to get some dough. I ain't picking up my lot unless it's money on the phone. Gotta get it on the daily. All I want is dubs. You know what I'm on. I've been chasing out the paper. All I know is run money marathon. Capital gains. Capital gains. We back for another one. What's up, you guys? Episode two. <laughs> Episode two. We got another person in the house. Oh, hey, day. Wait, there she go. Okay. <laughs> Can you tell What's us what's going on? Yeah, about to tell us you know, about yourself, yeah. Welcome to the couch. Thank you. Happy to be here. There you go. Was that was like a, a greeting? Welcome to the couch? Was like no, the, I don't know. Welcome to the couch. Welcome to the couch. Oh my God. It's the couch. Oh, Getting people couch. a vibe. Like, what you, <laughs> who are you? What you got going on? You know what I mean? I'm the boss. I cut the checks. Spicy right away, <laughs> straight to the spice. It wasn't, bro. It's been like this. Since she walked right. in you know, the you know what makes that introduction worse is that I was like wifey, and then I'm gonna cut the checks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just the, now I'm just the background. It automatically de-escalated my position. You know what I mean? It's the timing for me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. The I'm the boss. Yeah. Well, now you know. You know. All right, boss. Cutting the checks. Cutting the checks. Coming with AK, the, the credit queen of Miami. Yo. Yeah, I'm about to say, tell us where you at. Yeah. Serial entrepreneur, credit queen, credit boss. So you got into credit. I did. How? Okay. Randy, you mind if I, I'm like really selfish real quick? I got a credit question. <laughs> <laughs> How fast can you raise your points up 100? We didn't even get good into the I just got to ask. I got to ask. I'm being selfish. I know. I'm being selfish. Is it possible to raise your credit score 100 in two months? Is that possible? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Wait, raise your credit score what? 100 points in two months. Yeah. Less than two months. In less than two months. Absolutely. Testimony. I got selfish. I'm sorry. I just had to ask yeah. that question. Okay, we're gonna get into some shit today. We are gonna get into it. And oh, it's it's so great that she's here today because she is so fitting for our subject matter for today, which is why don't you have a multi million dollar business? Mm, that's good. And for those of you who do not know, I am DJ Bay, also known as the Prince of Hemp. And then we have my podcast partner here. Ah, the video guy, Peter Parker, content guy, director of the year, CEO of Digital Billionaires, you already know. And not to forget, him for gracing us again with his presence and also assisting us with our early episodes, brother. Brandon Mack, y'all already know what time it is. We in this thing, man. What's up? I feel right like you got to give an introduction for our podcast. I feel like you just got to come on. What do you? Did. No, you not last time. No, you didn't. No, you. Did we not. got straight into it, right? So nah. we we need a little introduction. Like, what's going on? Talk what to I sure as hell gave y'all an introduction. Y'all want another quirky media production? We no, got we capital saying, games, I'm saying we need right? Some back, he's saying we need some background on you. Oh, so on me? Yeah. Oh, that's what happens no. when you smoke the good shit right before you come shit. on the episode. <laughs> God damn, y'all put me on the spot. Y'all want to know about me? Damn. All right, shit, man. Uh, pulls out a script. He's like, yeah, <laughs> waiting for this. Right. Uh, <laughs> for this. Right. So much shit right now. <laughs> nah, man. Um. 
Shit, where do I start, man? Uh, I'm a podcast producer. I've been doing this for the past year and a half. Almost what? Almost? About About two? Almost two. Mm -hmm. Almost two. Uh, I hopped on board with uh, In The Biz podcast. We've been doing, they was doing that for maybe about six months before I hopped on board with them. Tanny showed me the ropes. Uh, I made some improvements. Tanny, we tighten it. We, 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 we brought this shit together and now it's flourishing and now we got you guys here. So wh- but before that, you talking about like before all that right, shit. Yeah, wh- where you come from? Ooh, shit, man. Uh, I came from the adult industry. That's yeah. Cool. That's wild. Like yeah. stocks and bonds or what yeah, do you mean like by adult? Stocks and bonds. Oh, okay. Like just stock and yeah, bonds. like bondage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. I was waiting for somebody to say. I, I, was I wasn't coming uh, yeah, I came from the adult industry. Shit, I got started in that what 2018, uh, and it just took off from there, man. So, no, and it's good that the reason why I even wanted to know because for our topic today, mm-hmm. you know, you being an entrepreneur in the adult industry, yeah, you know, I, I definitely wanted to also get into that. And like, my one question always is like, yo, is it every? I ain't gonna say every guys, but you know how most guys, that's a dream, right? To just you know what I mean? Like to be in the adult industry, right? Like yeah. that, I hear a lot of guys say it, right? Uh-huh. I, I couldn't do it me personally because I just like, it's a lot of kinky shit going on that I just don't want to be a part of. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But. I got too many tattoos. But I just want to know. What the fuck does that got to do with yeah, anything? Well, that was like, I was like, I, like, I can't keep like. Oh, they like, know what you. Know, yeah, yeah. Like, they know what you. Like, I, can't, I, can't, I can't Batman it. I can't Batman it. You can't disguise yourself. No. Oh, no. Like my all my tattoos See, that's custom. The, that was like the main thing. Right. So what a lot of people don't know, and I tell people like when I'm on set and I got homies in the industry, you know, you make friends and all that shit. So I tell them like I was supposed to be in porn a long time ago. Right. So I had my homegirl baby case. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I known her from like back in the hometown. You know what I'm saying? We all went to high school together and shit. And I had seen her at a party. Long story short, we hadn't at that point, we hadn't seen each other in a few months. She was like, you never eat, you ever need anything. Hit me up. I hit her up. She was like, yeah, I'm a model. I'm in a porn industry, yada, yada, yada. Another long story short, I was staying with her in Northridge uh, for the summer. And she was like, so what's up? It got to that point, like, all right, you staying at the crib. Everything is cool. What's up with this? What's up with this money? What are we finna do? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, yeah, I, 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 let's, let's try to get into porn. So and did you do it for the money or the love of porn? Both. Okay. Both. Both of them. I got it. I, I've been. I've been through some shit. See, this is a rabbit hole. I got. I got See, you. See, my no, shit no. is a rabbit no hole. No more, it's yeah. a. It's, it goes. We get into it. it goes, yeah, I'm about to say he gonna get his own so, whole episode. Right, right, right. right no bullshit. I don't want to take. I don't want to take control because it goes deep. I got it goes you. deep. I got you. We gonna. We gonna. That's crazy. That's crazy. But no. But we could talk about it. Like the whole <laughs> entrepreneur side. You know what I mean? How I was able to navigate and just you know kind of. I wouldn't even say rise to the top, but in the short. I got a question for you. Like, as far as, like, I'm a numbers guy, if y'all haven't figured that out about me. So, I always mm-hmm. ask for the numbers. So, if you would say, like, percentile-wise, like, how like how financially set you can be being in the porn industry, what do you think that number would be? Or, like, you got to keep knocking, like, you this, like, rapper style, you got to keep touring, you know, keep knocking <laughs> them down. Are you, like, like well, after a couple months, you set well, the off thing is, Well, the thing is, <laughs> the internet has made it. So you can create your own content, distribute it, and collect money off that and just collect all views. You know what I mean? That changed the game for a lot of people. Right? 
<laughs> that changed the game for a lot of people. Um, but with that, you got to know how to take control of your career, which a lot of people in porno in the adult industry, they don't. Even the, even your, your independent OnlyFans girls, they're lazy. A lot of people in porno are lazy. You know what I mean? They, do, they rely on the, on the day-to-day checks, the, the shoot checks. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't know how to take their name, brand it, market it, start owning their content, producing their own content, so distributing it. It's just like, it's, 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 it's very similar. It's, it's very similar to being an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you know how to like navigate and take control of your, your shit and don't let somebody own your name and own, and own all the content that you shoot, right. you know what I mean? Then you so, can make some money in it. And that's one of the reasons why you don't have a multi-million dollar business because you don't know how to contract. <laughs> you go crazy. But so. see, but see, it's it's not as simple in the porno industry as you think it is, where you can sit down with the with 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 the director or producer and just make demands. You know what I mean? That's 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 one of the conversations that I be trying to have with my boy Rico. And I'm like, dude, you a little bit outdated. You got to reinvent yourself. You asking for a lot of shit, and you don't got nothing to bring. Like you, you talking about shit you did 2006, seven, eight, nine, and then you know what it's I like mean? Old school, so, uh, old school, the and then you still got and not, and not to mention like he's been doing his things in recent time, but it's time to reinvent yourself. It's yeah, time to you offer need to do something. Do a video so with them real Astro boots. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cap, bro. You feel hey, like you got like you got to be a part of the times, bro. No, it's something. <laughs> you you, you, you got to you it's it's much more than just wearing the jewelry and just being out on the streets and just connecting with fans. He does like, you know, we can do that all day. But you got to be connecting with these other content creators. So you got to think a, outside the box. As a no artist or as a star, you would say that you have to be a brand yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, and then like, that's more- So, so look, yeah. before we even get to that, why don't most people have a business? Like the some for some of the people that's like, yo, I need an extra couple of dollars or yo, my nine and five not paying me enough or my current situation not paying me enough. Why don't most people be like, you know what? I'm gonna start a business and I'm gonna make extra bread. Because I, I think most people don't, don't even know. They don't even know where to begin. You know what I mean? Like, like starting a business for some people, they think you need a thousand dollars just to do that. You know what I mean? They don't even know how to hop online and just and, and do some research and figure out how to create an LLC or how to incorporate yourself and just start from there and start building from there. They don't know it's a 20 minute thing. You can have an LLC in 20, 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, people just don't know. Um, a lot of it has to do with the fear. Um, just like, and also ignorance, not knowing and a level of dependency, always thinking about being always the level of having people take care of you. We've be, we've become so accustomed to, you know, the way that the United States is set up, you know, like you are provided privileges and these benefits based on you having caretakers because people know if I don't do well enough, like I can fall back on welfare. <clears throat> if I don't have it to go, I can go apply for food steps and the same ability and energy that people can put into those applications. They also can put into research for them starting their own business. Right. Even when you go apply for another company, if you can, if you work for these companies, you learn their SOPs, right? They standard operating procedures. Yeah. You understand how this company operates and then why can't you build something similar? Because people are not resourceful. They don't know. They're like, it, I mean, at, at the core, it's just like, if you ask somebody, well, why, why don't you do that? I don't know. That's what they're going to test their first answers. Which is, know. which is really crazy to me because like, you know, Back in the day, my mom and everybody used to be like, yo, you got to go to school, get a good education, right? But nowadays, education is so 
easily available on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And then if you want to even take it to the next level, <clears throat> you can pay your favorite entrepreneur to learn his business. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. can invest into straight from the source. Never was able to do that, what, 20 years ago, right? Now you can go straight to the CEO. Yo, you made 40 million last year and you pay for their class. You get what I'm saying? So you want to know what's so stupid about school? Most of the people who teaching you about these different components, they never done it themselves. Mm -hmm. So like you're a business professor and you're teaching me about business, but you've never owned a business. You went to school to learn about school and you only taught about school. But so, I don't think most people know that. <laughs> like when I went to college, I didn't think, oh, this teacher didn't do what I want. So how do we... When you went to college, did you know exactly what you wanted to do? Not really. No. no. But wouldn't it be? Who I just was? knew I wanted an education. On what? Or just to just to have an education? To have it. Is it because something that we were taught, like as younger, we had to have an education? One thousand percent. Gotcha. So I went to school the thirteenth year and kept going and kept going. Because yeah, they tell us like a degree is a ticket in order to open up doors for you. You feel me? And is it? It's not. Do you, well, do you use the, your, your degree that you graduated college for? I do. The first one I got, I do use it now. Okay. Which one was that, if you don't mind me asking? I have a bachelor's in marketing. Okay. So you... So I use it now. Oh, you use it now. Okay. But what I was taught out of my four-year curriculum, mm -hmm. I used maybe two or three classes. Mm. So I paid $150 for, for the four-year university. Right. And I only learned three things. Much. Yeah. Because they teach you like math and like geometry. You're not using that for marketing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's best if you pay for a specialist there. So have you ever paid for a specialist? Like somebody that Oh, I have. So I took Ty Lopez in 2016. Shout out to Ty Lopez. Shout out to Ty Lopez. I took his course too. Made a lot of money. Button. I think that was like the wrong. With all due respect, Ty Lopez. Sorry about that. <laughs> I swear it's a great question. It oh, I'm about to say, yo, shout out to the VSL models. It's um, oh, like okay. if you don't understand what a VSL is. Once again, another component why you possibly don't have a multi-million dollar business. Um, mm -hmm. A visual sales letter, understanding the component of adding sales funnels and offers into your business model. And P was like, when we first, he was on my head about it. He was like, yo, like you got to do this, you got to do that. And he was expressing it to me, but it, I'm a, such a visual person. And he's the same way. That's what's so wild about it. Okay. Because... Like, I literally have to show him, like, how things could be monetarily beneficial sometime in order for him to want to do it. But I understand, like, we understand each other to that component. And then he was telling me, like, you know, like, the Ty Lopez model is it. And then I'm like, and then I heard about um, this one marketer and he was able to scale people, multiple people to seven figures. Mm -hmm. And come to find out, he was a Ty Lopez student. Mm -hmm. So, so how, do, how do we build a business from the ground up, foundation. Guy wakes up, man. He hear he hearing P. I need a man. I need to start a business, and he's want to start I'll right now. The, ground from the ground up. How does that? The, what does I'll that even the, look I'll like? That's like the first version, like like the version of like just go ahead and do it, and then you y'all two could probably go into like the you know how you can actually technically get funded. I'm just talking about straight up. Let me grab my phone real quick. Let me go bust it down, make some yeah, bread. Yeah. What can somebody do? Okay. When they wake up from their phone and their laptop. All right, let's all right. So let's think about social media, right? We all need it, right? Especially if we run a business company, whatever. Um, let's say restaurants, right? Bakeries. We just came from a bakery, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, right. you go into the bakery with your phone. 
you like, hey, uh, yo, I have a mo social media marketing company. I would love to do some videos for you. I love the food here. I would love to do a couple of reels for you for Instagram, you know, just to show people what you got. Cool. You do a couple of reel style commercials for them, couple, you know, and then you can even YouTube how to do like viral type of reels so you can actually get the content looking how you want it to look, right? If you don't know how to actually film it. So boom, you give him some reels. Once you do the content for him, he's probably like, oh shit, I've never seen anything like this because you, you just study his page and be like, oh shit, let me just make sure my content is better than what he's already putting out. So now when you give him the content, he's like, he's ready to be like, okay, well, how much you charge? Because I need that consistently, right? Now imagine if you go to, out of a week's time, you go to a hundred small businesses yeah. and you offer something for free. Right. And then you say afterwards, hey, by the way, these are my packages. Your law of numbers says you're guaranteed to at least land one to two percent. Right. So, I, and that's just the lowest number. Law of averages. I've always hit one that. out of ten per persons going to buy. They're going to jump. They're going right. to bite. And all I had was my mobile phone. Yeah. Right. So, and, and and we could break this down in marketing and how to get the more followers and how to run ads and all that type of stuff. But just the basic, hey, I can do reels for you with my phone, and I can show you how to generate more customers to come here. Just do reels alone. And hashtags, right. here you go. Boom, that's your first $2,000 client. So it took all, you no money to get So it. basically for all the videographers out there, you're looking for a breakthrough, hit up your local businesses. 100%. Create a, create a, create a, a short reel, a clip, something, showcasing your work and theirs. Offer them a package. Boom. Just and, and just, and just multi multiply that. Just multiply. And then just use the DM feature. Mm. It's just like you go out and about. DM 100 people a day. The law is in the numbers. If you can showcase, and then also, when you're doing this free work for people, right. you're also getting testimonies. So all you have to do is be like, hey guys, um, if I do this real for you for free, I just need a dope testimony saying that I've done this for you and, and you know how you feel about it naturally. Once you get all those testimonies, those testimonies are going to lead to real clients because all people want to see is proof that it can be done. Mm. Mm. So, you know. Dave, what say you? Ground up. Ground up. Ground up. Wake up. I got I got my laptop. I got my phone. I need to start this business. What am I doing? Well, I will say most people that don't start a business, they don't know what they're great at. Mm. They don't know what they're great at. So everyone wants to make an excuse as to, I need to go to college. I need to learn. No, you don't. Right. We have all mastered something in this room that someone wants to know. Mm. Tap inward. Tap in with that. What are the five things that you are great, that you've mastered? It could be walking the dog. It could be teaching football, right. basketball. And you can teach that and make money. Find what you love to do. Turn it into money. It's the, like, I think that's like the number. I heard, that, I heard that saying back in elementary school. Find something you love to do. You'll never work another day in your life. Right? You know what I mean? So that's, I, I, that's kind of what you're alluding to right when, now. Yeah. But you know what's yeah. crazy? Some people say like, well, I don't know what I'm good at, right? A lot of people that I've talked to, like, I don't know what I'm good at. So then all you got to do is Google, what are the top 10 um, entrepreneurial things to do with little to no money for a start to start up, right? And then, because you think about it, you go to Walmart, you work at nine to five or any, any nine to five, you, if you don't like your job, you have to do it because you want money. So right. why not find own a business that you want to do? Right. <laughs> as long you better as find something you like. Right. <laughs> right. You better like find someone you wouldn't mind doing to get you. Because one thing TDJ said, he was like, if it's not the thing, it could lead to the thing. 
Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, if it's not the thing you want to do, that thing can lead to the next thing that you want to do. You got to find your vehicle. That's kind of that's kind of the way that I um or my perception that I teach and I like day she said like five things for me like whenever I deal with my students or yeah. any of my peers. Yeah, ground up. <laughs> I always tell them <laughs> Everybody got to ask. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Steps, I always funny. tell them um so we start off with I call it the 10 the 10 10 algorithm. So, 10 things that you like slash love to do versus the 10 most profitable things. And then we like we run the analytics based on what's going on in today's society because my answer changes as time changes. Because mm. like a couple of years ago, if you would have asked me this question, I wouldn't be saying it like this because I usually tell people like I tell you how to start a business with under a hundred dollars, but it, you know it's based on what's in need or what the demand of the public is right now, and that's completely different than what it was a couple of years ago. So that's the reason why you do have to do some research before you just you jump into something that you actually love to do because everything that you love to do is not always meant to be turned into income. Some mm. things, some hobbies should stay hobbies. Right. And like, and then some people will actually gain a disdain for something that they love because now you have to wake up and work in order to do this. Like some people who love to draw. Yeah. Like when they start getting paid I was to thinking do the it. same thing. Yeah, like everybody bro. art ain't sellable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So um with the ten, you know, the ten ten algorithm, you know, we just make sure that ten things that you like slash love to do, and then out of the top three, we'll actually Pick those and then we'll use those in order to segue you into the other 10. Just like how P said, just because you don't do it initially, that don't mean you can't get to it, but you need to stair step yourself into these levels though. Right. Okay. I would say for somebody that's trying to break into like, to, to, into any industry is like, especially if you're trying to be like in front of the camera, whether, whether it's in the adult industry or you're trying to be an actor, the best thing that you can do is get in front of a camera. You know what I mean? Style. As like you have all this, and and and, that, and that's a, that, like I think everybody, like the 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 undertone of what everybody is saying is you know be resourceful. Like use the sources around you. Use your resources, your phone, the internet, your laptop. Research these things. Like it's easy one for thing, you to say, I got kids. Uh, I got that, kids. But you know what? You but everybody that. kids go to sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Everybody kids go to sleep. <laughs> and like you made you made me think about some of the um some of my female peers that I that I was that I, you really have to mentally condition people to be comfortable with content creation. Yeah. So like that mindset, the easiest way to get somebody into that mindset is actually to make them start recording themselves on camera. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. You know what I mean? For somebody that's trying to break into the adult industry, hey, you and your girl or whoever, you know what I mean? Get in front of that camera. Record it. Yeah, get it cracked. If you if you are an an aspiring actor, get in front of that camera. Get that ring light. Get your lighting right. Say that opening. An an aspiring actor. Get in front of that camera. Get that ring light. Get your lighting right. Say that opening monologue. And also remember, like, (laughs) gotta remember, guys, like, out of all these businesses, right? The only thing that I think is different between different people that own different businesses is their story. Yeah. Right. So your story sells your business. If you look at all the businesses that went viral on TikTok, right, whether it be a girl selling lashes or, um, you know, whatever, whatever the product is Mm -hmm. or service, a lot of times when they tell their story of how hard it was, where they came from and the, uh, the little or a lot of success that they've had, that story resonates with the people that watch it. And then people buy in to not just the product, but the person. Right. Because we're heading into an industry where 
we're buying the person, the owner versus actual product. Like now we want to know your background. We want to know what you believe in. We want to know, you know, pretty much like what you stand for so right. we can stand with your product. It's not just like a commercial back in the day where you see a cool little ad and it's like, oh, I want that. No, we care about what you, everything now. Exactly. Once again, based on like how you just said, my, what I was saying now would be completely different than what I would have said a couple years ago because now you got to have a digital present. You was able to skate, like just dealing in the private sector, not being on social media. If you don't have a social media in these upcoming years, nobody's going to rock with you. It's a scam. Yeah. Model. Yeah. In everybody's eyes, it's a scam. Where is this guy at? Right. Where is this girl at? Why can't we say it? Why can't I Google you? People want to vet you now. Before they buy into your like your business, People want to bet you, like, yo, what are you doing? Let me see some, let me see some proof here. I had people tell me that they was like, give me your website. I was like, here go my website, here go my YouTube, here go my Facebook. They was like, yeah, I'm about to do some research on you. Called me back. He was like, yeah, man, I like what I see. I was like, I, <laughs> I mean, bet you did. We bro. all do it. You hear, you hear a new artist on the radio. You're like, who is this? What's the first thing you do? You go Google it. Huh? People are looking for proof of concept. Exactly. Yeah. If you have 50 followers, you're like, uh, nope. It's yeah. a shame. And that's and what that's the. That's that's fucked up, but it's true. Yes, because there be gems in people who have. I've met very wealthy people who have less than a thousand followers. Mm -hmm. They don't care nothing about social media because they already got their money. Wait, just so are y'all saying that it's important or not? I'm hearing two different things now. It, it depends on how much money you got if it's important. Listen, okay. <laughs> no, no, it, no. Listen, it's important. if you're trying to connect with the people, it's important. Right. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? We are in a digital age. Yeah. Social media matters. Yeah, like I said, not all platforms. I'll put it to you like this, yo. Yes. Like, let's take Instagram for just Instagram for example, right? right? Instagram is the new Yelp, right? So let's just say I'm a I'm a director, right? Uh -huh. You want to hire me for a music video? You have another director. Literally, I've gotten hired because I've had more followers. It's not even just based on just the quality, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's based on the brand, like. I want to step out in Gucci's a day versus stepping out in Nike's, the right? So my brand represents something bigger than maybe somebody that's not as big. So you're like, oh, you got a Peter Parker video? I know you spent bread on that. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. So it's just, it's just the same thing as like, you know, so I, That kind of goes into to y'all. Oh, no, 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 no. That's, that's the next one. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going, we're, that's that's going to be a good yeah, one, though. Yeah. No, that's I was gonna say, I my think bad. That's what you're saying is essentially social proof, right? You're, social yeah. proof. Yeah, it's social proof. So important when you are building a multi-million dollar business from ground up because it is going to be based off of what the people can see. Not, and they are not, your word isn't always as good as you may think it is. And right. also word of mouth testimonies, they only go so far. Sure. When proof. you have, and then like Facebook testimonies only go so far. When you have video testimonies now in today's society, yeah, yeah. those are some of the largest selling points that I've seen, especially when you see them presented on like a visual sales letter. And then, you know, one thing that you, when I met you, you taught me, right? And, and she's, she constantly goes over with me, but um, I love, I'm passionate about what I do, mm -hmm. right? So sometimes when you're over passionate about what you do, you can get lost in scaling your company up. And one thing that they always try to tell me is, bro, you got to keep scaling up, scaling up. But the only way to scale up is to kind of take yourself outside of your business and start letting it build. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, one thing it's one thing to start getting money with a business and start building your business up. Mm -hmm. It's a whole another thing to scale it to the level of why don't you have a multi-million dollar business? Yeah, because sometimes it, because you don't know how to talk to people. Because not you can't hire nobody. Also, maybe you haven't put somebody in place in order to do bookkeeping so that you can manage payroll. It's so many different. Or aspects. it's the it's the like I'll speak for myself, right? Sometimes it's just the fear of people won't do a good as job of you 
as you would, and you just don't hire anybody. No, that's why you fire them. You hire them, and you but you have to be. You got to give somebody. The, you got to give, give somebody the yeah. chance. Yeah. No, one hundred percent. But I'm just saying, I come from a background of doing everything. Yeah. And sometimes when you hold on because you're passionate, forget about. I don't want to give it to this person. I'm passionate, so I want to be editor. I want to be the director. I need to hold a camera, right? And until you develop, until I read the book, um, I forgot yeah, the name. That, of that, book. That, that that happened to me. I was a I, I was a uh, a cameraman on on set one day, and, and a dude director did that to me. He was like, "Hold it!" Like I'm like, "Look, fam, <laughs> why you, you gonna pay me regardless? Right? I, I can sit there and get paid my rate." And not hold a camera, or you can pay me my rate, and I can hold a camera. So y'all talk about which the way, you, of like working on the business as opposed to working in the business, right? Right. As opposed to like just letting go. So yeah. So I mean, but eventually, I mean, what I try to, I, what I sense from that is just like I can hear it in his voice. He's like, you're, you, he's so used to being in that role because he does everything. He mm -hmm. does the editing. He does the web design. He Control does that, He does the posting. He does the Instagram, the social media. He does everything. So when you, you put it in the hands of somebody, you're you like big brother, like and don't fuck up. Unfortunately, when you do that, you can't scale up because, like you said, you're too in it. Yeah. So you can't even see every. You can't even see the playbook now. Yeah. You have to learn how to adjust. Be, well, I said control issues, but it really comes to quality control issues. You're looking to control the quality of the output, what everybody's always pushing out, right. because you want to control the standard and the model, well, the the way that your business is perceived by others. And that's that's understand that's respectable, but us as CEOs are you know like presidents of corporations, mm -hmm. sometimes that'll be the thing that hinders the business from being able to scale. So sometimes you have to be willing to step back and just be willing to evaluate people's work versus you always trying to micromanage them. Like let them do it, and then you address what your grievances is and be like, can you adjust this for me? And sometimes that is way more beneficial to work that way than you stressing yourself out trying to do everything by yourself. Right. Speaking from experience. <laughs> and to speak on like, um, not only just like if you're somebody that just wants to start a business, but let's just say you're somebody that has a business, right? And let's just say, even if if you make a consistent income, right? Extra income off a of business, I consider you, uh, I, I, I don't, I consider you a success in some way, right? Because if you're starting to make money, if you make profit right. off your business, your business is being is successful, Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So I look at it like, okay, how can you build another stream of revenue with your current business? And I'm I'm big on this. You have to build out like if you're good at anything, you could teach it. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're good at absolutely anything, if you've made money from it, you could teach somebody else to make money from it. That's a whole business in itself. Right. You know what I mean? And, and we go over this all yeah, the time. Yeah, I say presenting your own lifestyle and your own information. Like he be on me about man. I just gave this man so much stuff because. When you when you evaluate yourself and what it is that you have to offer, you realize sometimes how much it is that you are leaving on the table. And then that word again, the offers. Right. Like it boils down when it comes to business, when it comes to the type of businesses that you're going to provide, either you're going to provide a service or a product. Right. So either you're going to be assisting people with, you know, like information, providing things of yourself. You have to physically be there in labor. Are you going to run a product based business like butters, clothing, shirts, whatever, jewelry, whatever it may have you. So you just have to figure out which one of these models can you actually align with and is going to be the most monetarily beneficial for you to start up with. Because one thing that we have to think about, it does cost money to start a business. It does, even if it's a hundred dollars, because mm -hmm. you're if you don't know you if you don't know how to build out a website, you're going to need some social presence. You got overhead. Yeah, you got overhead costs, whether it be um, social media marketing, 
or just having if you like you work your iPhone. Hold on, DJ, don't scare him yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We do got the cheat codes too. Got, hold on, hold on. For everybody <laughs> watching, listen, hold on. Cost, though, so he bro. said, you know, he'll scare you with the numbers. Yo, it costs for this, it costs for that. Don't get scared. Listen, we have the cheat codes, right? We got websites like Fiverr, right? Yeah. Where you can get a website made for as little as two hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So we have cheat codes where, you know, we wrote books about these cheat okay, codes. Okay, so let me say like once again. So I come to you. Um I can't, I'm not even comfortable saying that out of my mouth. Somebody else come to you. They broke. Right. <laughs> You're like, I'm not even finna use myself as an right, example. Right. I'm not about to bring the energy to this world. Bro, right? I'm not about to. Not me. Not that guy. Bro, they don't got a dollar to their name. Right. And they be like, how can you assist them or direct them and them being able to develop? So, like, Fiverr really isn't an option. Only thing they, like, you know, social media free. Yeah, so, I, I totally, I, I get what you're saying if you have like zero to no dollars, but if you have, if you have like zero to no dollars like that and you don't even have a job, you might want to go get a job first yeah, to start, to start no, to build see, up. No, you, you laughing. Why are you laughing? That's real. Why are you laughing? Well, I don't That's one thing that leads yeah, to the next yeah, thing. So or no, I don't okay, agree so, so how, because this is, this no, is when you, you don't agree with getting a job. No. Get your, why get a job? No, 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 I'm just saying that's one option. Like, let's just say for example, I'll give you an example, right? Me personally, if I have no way to make money, if I don't have this knowledge, right? And I know that I can pay somebody like me. I'm going to go get a job to save up enough money to pay somebody like me to start my business. So, like, I'm not mad at that because, like, I know, I know people who hustle. You know, it's people. It's people who go. They, no, it's <laughs> people. Your, it's people who Uber. She's it's about to kill me for no, nine no, nine five comment. I'm like, I want to. I want to hear what she has to say. She's ready. No, go, go ahead. It's people who Uber and Grubhub and stuff, and they do their little. Side that's a, that's bro. technically yeah. like. Not a nine to five, but that's a still a, a job. You know what I mean? They make an income and they're like yeah. they can roll that over into their actual. One hundred percent. I'm not completely opposed to that. Yeah, but you <laughs> know, like you, say you. Yeah. they got some secrets. I don't. What's going I on? have tons of secrets. So I moved out at sixteen. I've been by myself. I've mastered figuring things out. Mm -hmm. Our money is in our phone. It's who's in it. Right. So it's what can you offer the person you're calling? Hey, by the way, I started this business. You don't have to do anything. You can Start be in your, your living market. room. That's your hot market. Your hot market. Your phone yeah. is people you already know. And start going one by one, one by one, one by one. If you hit 100 people, it's the law in numbers. Right. Three will say yes. Somebody hey, will say, like, what you talking three. about? Yeah. You'll say, hey, um... I'm walking dogs, let's say. Something uh -huh. easy for kids. Hey, mister, I'm actually walking dogs. Let me know if you need it. Boom. Someone comes back and says, I actually do need someone on Friday. Now you start making your money. Mm, okay. So basically you're saying, look at the, the needs of the people that are closest to you. 1,000%. And start the business based on that. I like 1, that. That's kind of dope. I never looked at it like that. You see a problem, you see a solution. That's, that's what a business, business is. Yeah, that's, that's what a business, business is. Yeah, exactly. Business for some is. people, for some people, because some people they they see the solution and they create the problem. That's a whole different topic. Wait, Are you going yeah, too deep? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed it. One more time. That was too deep. Like no, for instance, say, when we got shut been. down, uh -huh. all you had to do is reach into your phone and say, "Hey, Mister, whoever it is in your phone," and said, "I'm actually available to buy groceries for you." Guess what? Someone's gonna say, "Yeah." Charge them five dollars. Charge them ten dollars. Now, for every person that says yes to buy groceries for them, you're getting ten dollars for each person. Where was this hustle during the pandemic? God damn it. We were stuck. <laughs> <laughs> bing, no, bong, bing. Hey, now, when, no. when does when does business credit come into play? 
Like when oh, do you? Yeah, yeah like, I think that's 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 deep. So all right, hold on. Before, before I, hold on. Before you get the answer, yeah. No, go finish. Because a lot of people they'll be like, oh man, I don't got money, but then they don't know that they got they have good credit. You know what I mean? They don't know how to leverage their credit to fuel their business. That's right. a, that's one way that you can build capital. Brandon, man. So so man. before um, before y'all before y'all go in crazy yeah. break, go for it. Go for it. I'm gonna ask a question. Okay. Because uh, I feel like I'm the most basic person on the on the panel here. <laughs> um, so I got to ask these questions. I feel like y'all way too ahead of like the basic person, right? So number one, what's business credit? What's the difference between personal credit and business credit? What is, I don't understand. It's credit for your business. Business credit. How do I get that? <laughs> no, How do I get that? No, no, I want that. Like, man, man, you got to, you got to, you got to answer like, that. Dave. I don't know what that is. No, I get that. Deep. I'm like, I don't get no, that. No, I'm like, speak to the crack and not Mr. Miyagi over here. He's no, like, oh, what's the difference between Credit and business. Oh, your personal, personal credit. credit. So business personal credit. credit is credit that is given to you based on your social security number. So you get credit based on your social. Okay. Then you have business credit where it's with your tax ID number solely for your business. People, what you want to do is separate the two. Okay. There is a way to separate the two. A lot of people do it to where they want to run from. They just started and they're going to it to the bank. You're mm -hmm. skipping steps on building business credit. So then now you actually have to depend on your personal credit to help get certain accounts, credit cards, and things like that. Be a personal grantor. One million percent. Yeah. I think this would be a, a shameless plug here if you plugged in your credit book that has helped many people. Everything business credit. <laughs> and see, um, and how do they actually uh, get in touch with that book? Links. Down links, below. The, links yeah. down below. Links down, down below, below. in the right. description. But no, you know what's crazy? So uh, before we actually met, right, I was a cash guy, right? My credit was so bad that I would like go into apartment. Shh. It was actually 400s, <laughs> but I would go into like uh, apartment buildings, right, when I wanted to get a new place and pull the manager aside and like, listen, bro, uh, how many months do I have to give you up front so you ain't got to check my credit? Like I could pay half the year, whatever the case may be. I'm trying to get it all cash. But I was always... I was I never had too much liquid because I'm always paying everything in cash. Right. So when I met her, we got my my personal credit right, and then she used my personal credit to start building my business credit. Literally, I've only when I we had business credit for what three months, and I was getting twenty thousand from Amazon, twenty thousand from Best Buy, and all these companies. Like I'm a I'm a director, right? So camera equipment, um, different different things of that nature. I right. can now have the credit to go get what I need mm -hmm. if I didn't already have it right. and then start building from there. So if I would have, if I would have paid for that ebook ahead of time, right. And what about, Oh shit, that's how you build your business credit. Did all the steps three months later, boom, I'm 50,000 credit ready to start my business. Small investment. Yeah. It takes you a long way for real, for real. What a lot of people don't know is when you use personal credit, it's actually shunned upon. It's not good. It's frowned by the banks. But when you use business credit, you can max out a $20,000 credit card, call them and ask for an increase of $5,000, $10,000. They'll give it to you. Really? Yes. yes. Oh, and we got it with that link down below. Also Get that book. for the um, business credit aspect. And, you know, personal credit is usually based on um, what is FICO and it's um, what's the other one? I can't remember. So it's FICO. Uh, and they have another scoring system that they utilize for personal credit. But when it comes to business credit, most things are going to be ran through your paydex score or if you are generating through a Dun & Bradstreet number. So the that part kind of changed over the last year, the Dun & Bradstreet regulations. So a lot of people are running through now for their um, credit reporting. But like how she stated, it's a, it's actually better if you 
So just looking at the way how wealthy people move, most of them are not putting things in their personal name. They're purchasing things through LLCs, through trusts and stuff like this, but based on how good Why the business do is that, financially though? doing. In order to protect your assets, that way if somebody sues you, they don't come after you and what you have in your name personally. They have to go through a whole brick wall of legal words that they have to penetrate before they can even come touch anything. And usually the best one to have is a trust. LLCs mean limited liability. So there's still a level of liability. So, and most people don't know and they have applied for these businesses with their social security number. Mm. So there is a level of tax liability for them personally because they didn't have a guy like me in their life. So let's break it down real quick. What, if I want to start a business, right? What do I go apply for? Do you suggest if I'm like, okay, I want to start a business, right? I want to start a clothing line business. Do I go get an LLC like everybody thinks or do I go get S Corp, C Corp? Like, what do I do? And what's the difference? And what does it mean? So the um, Soul Corp, um, S Corp or a corporation entity versus an LLC is really, it really, those are just different levels of tax liability. Out of those three, the one that has the best tax benefits is the LLC. And those are also the ones that banks are more commonly used to funding. So if you're looking to get funding through a financial institution, I would recommend that you go through an LLC versus some of the other ones because of the tax, the tax situation that is attached to it. So uh, I don't want to have a tax class right now, but when you yeah, not sure. <laughs> no, like when you um, when you split tax liability. So companies they usually pass the tax liability down to the employees. So that's when you see people with 1099s or with a 1099k. So depending on the type of corporation that you build out. You can either disperse it down through the 1099s or you can split it through 1099K and through the other 1099s for the contractors. But you yourself as the business still will have some liability for the taxation. And it also depends on how many employees that you have. So it's just being mindful of the way that you contract out here. And for me personally, like if I'm if I'm getting in the game in order to get funded because I'm starting up a business and my main thing is like I need overhead, like I, you know, like, let's say I want to um, start a podcast and I'm like, I need cameras and everything. I'll do my business plan. My numbers come out to around 150K. What I would want to do is like, I would want to get a fresh business with, uh, um, I would get an LLC because I'm just, I understand what my end goal is, is to get money, right? Mm -hmm. So I would get an LLC without my social security number attached to it. If you want to do that, you got to um, hit the link. <laughs> <laughs> so if I would do that. And then I would make sure that I have my paydex built out. So, you know, I, I hit up day. I'd be like, yo, I need some help with this business credit. I was like, can you give me an order in a decent amount of time? So I have my timeline set. I'd be good within a three month period. And then I go to the financial institution and then I'm in premium shape. They don't even want my personal credit because the business credit looks so good. So then I walk in here and I'd be like, I need I'm like, I need 200,000. And then they're like, well, we can't do that. And then I'm like, well, can we do 150? And then they're like, yeah, we can do that. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna take that. And that's really what I wanted anyway. Sometimes you gotta shoot a little bit higher to get what you really so want. So basically what you're saying is off of your score, right? Your credit score for your business, mm -hmm. the banks will give you money. Yes. And the thing is when you structure out your business properly and you understand how wealthy people just bankrupt companies and you, this, you, you can, um, my consultation number is going to be right <laughs> Talk that shit. And you know what? But you know, it's funny. He says that, but I think, you know, it, it's a lot. You know what I mean? Like, and that, and that knowledge is very, um, it, it's done one. It changed our lives, really. Like, you know, it changed my life. I'll speak for myself. Like, 
you know, just having that credit knowledge, even the basic personal credit and leveraging your personal credit to build your business credit. I'm not saying where we live, you can't live here with bad credit. 100%. I'm not saying, you know what this place costs? definitely can't. Shout out to my personal banker that taught me how to do credit. Really? Yes. You got a personal bank that taught you the game? Ha- taught me the game. Damn. I was buying a house and he was my broker and he was a banker. Oh, and he was like, let me show you how to get your credit up. Taught me how to write all the letters. And that's how I learned. And turn it into a business. I, 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 I tried to write some letters one time myself. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers got sent back. I got Yeah. He probably handed it. Oh, I, I got that shit saved on my other computer. It's not a little problem. Can one. I <laughs> borrow? <laughs> it was like, when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, does it? Why? If y'all don't know what I'm, t- if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, why is it still on my fucking? Hey, on my you shit? gotta understand you consumer fun? law. That's why you gotta. And call that's where DJ comes in. You know, I'm gonna like, say, man, he's he, he, he good. He already took care good of thing. Thing. Good good thing. Good thing for friends, oh, man. He knows consumer law. Can I have, a, I have my my testimony for today? Oh, go ahead. So about um, my mom, she gave me a credit card. Mm-hmm. Access to her credit about what seven eight years ago. I wasn't doing credit at the time. It was after, and I used her credit card. Came back. You owe me nineteen thousand. So they put it on her credit. Mm-hmm. She never knew I opened up the credit card. Gotcha. So about a year ago, they started writing letters. DJ's like, why didn't you tell me? I know consumer law. I do all the attorney stuff. Mm-hmm. About a month month and a half ago, they wrote a letter saying that they were going to start garnishing my mom's wages. I called Shit. him. He wrote the letter. Today, the letter came saying that we're dropping the case. You're no longer going to be garnished wages. <laughs> Went to the vegan restaurant right before here. Hit his pockets up. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Running around because I'm like, I don't have to pay 19000 Yo, I don't I, have to pay nothing. Oh, she doesn't have to pay it. Oh, and then the, the other, the the most one of the good parts that I said at the end of the letter, it was like she gets any money back that they took. Yes. So full reimbursement. Full reimbursement if she paid anything, garnished wages. Right. Yeah. Now, now, is it to getting too deep into it to ask like why is this able to happen, or that's for another? Oh no, I can say it's because it's like because I read. Such. <laughs> <laughs> The assholes are the smartest people. Why ain't they just the assholes? They just study. Yeah. It's in the book. And he knew. He's like, I'm like, DJ, I had no idea. Listen, in I read, one month. I read the book. I actually Which have book pictures. <laughs> a lot of. We'll it's drop pictures here to so prove. Has bad credit. Well, is look, there any way that. Is it ever too late to fix it? No, you can fix no. it so every time. I mean, let's say you're the saying, worst I, thing, right? I, I, let's say you got evicted. I run it up and wipe it No, this is good. No, no, no. Can you fix it? Is it possible? Because. I'm hearing y'all, and I have the perspective of the average Joe, obviously, but um, is it possible to fix anything, or are some things I messed mine up three far? times. Yeah, you can get repos off. You can get bankruptcies off. Judgments. Like So there, there's one particular code, and it literally states that if there is anything that you use your social security number for, you have the ability to have it taken off of your report because it's a violation of consumer protection laws. So it just gets simple like that. You so know? let me ask you a question. So just because, <laughs> just because you owe the debt doesn't mean it has to reflect in your credit profile. Uh, I'm about to say technically nobody here owes any debts per HDR 192 that was passed in 1933. The United States actually has taken liability for all debts. People just don't know that's consumer protection laws. Well, yeah. How much is your course? Because I'm see, about to sign. We can literally we can literally talk about this shit all night. 
But look, let's save it for the next one. You know what? Can we do one thing though? What's up? What's one easy practical step someone can do to just fix their lives? Let's say someone's really down bad right now, right? Um, yeah, we see the possibilities, right? Obviously, the mindset has definitely changed and we're in different positions right now, but what do you tell that person that's down bad right now? Like how, what's the most practical step to take to be able to fix their situation? I'm gonna say one response from everybody. I'm, uh, I'm say, I gotta go first because I'm on camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you wanted it. Yeah. Like, you got it. Go ahead. Uh, so I, I teach people how to raise their credit scores mm -hmm. for what you were asking. Experian has something called Experian Boost, where you'll get credit for things that you're paying on a monthly basis, like your telephone, your cable, Xfinity, Hulu. I've seen that. Register that, and your score improves right on the spot within 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. It'll raise your score, whether it's 6 points, 20 points, 30 points, depending on how much you've been paying per month. Wow. That's game. I didn't yeah. know that shit right now. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, about to do that right now. And it's free. I've seen that. I just never did it. You should do it. Game. 20 points right now. That was yeah, easy. 20 points. We'll get you a new car. Bless you. <laughs> I got a Some new people, car. Some people are just as close as that. You may have a 700 score. To get a house, the minimum should be 720. So that 720 can get you the house that you want. Mm. Okay. Yeah. That's really good. Good luck what topping say, that. Uh, what say you, DJ? Um, one of the things is um, creating an offer and one of the most accessible offers. Especially Real quick, what's an offer just for clarity for I don't know what an offer is at all. Basic supply and demand, something that you provide to somebody for monetary or, you know, like um, reciprocal gain. So in this particular situation, it's something that you can barter with. So um, for us and what I would be talking about right now, it would be um, creating a book because you can actually create a book with no overhead costs like you can go on amazon and they'll publish it for you all you have to do is type up the manuscript you can create some cover artwork you can pull some ai pictures off and i just gave you a whole play on how you can monetize and then create an offer just telling your life story or a skill that you have you way too smart i'm like what's an offer i i, I just I just, I'm like nodding my head like, yeah, yeah, I get it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that you can sell to somebody, bro. Yes, thank you. Okay. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I don't even know what that means. So, so once you do that, yeah. then you get in your phone and you text every single person in there, at least 100, 200 people, and mm -hmm. say, I wrote this book. I want, to, I want to be able to count on you. Here's the link. Send it to them. Hold on, guys. We're talking about that average. The person is walking down the boulevard right now. I ain't got shit. I just told so you. Hold on, no, 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 hold on, hold on. We're going to break it down even more basic. Now, DJ, come on, stop it, bro. Making a book. You're like a science class. It cost class. me $40 to make a book. Okay, no, no, I get it. But you know how to make a book. Some people don't have laptops. So this is what I'm saying. Please okay. hit me up. For the average. Link for the, down below. All right, so they don't have no money. They don't have no money to get you up. All right, look, look, look. Here, here we go, here we go. I got a smartphone. Okay, you have a smart. Most people have a smartphone. Is that LG? They might not have a laptop, whatever. You have a smartphone. Yeah. Say you have $0 right this second. Mm -hmm. One thing that you said that was really great was number one first of all my, my answer is give something away for free right away like right this second give something away for free these first people of all, listening all, right no, now no, are like huh? no 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 They're listen like, listen free? let me break it down let me break it down first of all my free work has led to my biggest paying clients my free work has led me to make i can't even disclose the amount but my free work has built my career you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so when i say i wouldn't tell you to do something that i wouldn't tell myself right but so first of all your hot leads are in your phone whether you have a bunch of people with dogs and you want to start walking them, walk the first set of dogs for free. 
right? The next one leads to the service, right? right? So then you start with the hot leads. The second thing is my go-to. Start a social media marketing agency and help all these businesses on social media. Offer them free reels. Instagram reels is very easy to do. Offer a bunch of people free reels. Start getting those clients. Right. Simple as that. You can walk down the street with a cell phone right now and start getting money. Hey, I can't hold you here, right? Because I'm paying somebody who is in my inbox just, just for that. It's like, I do this for you for free. Sorry for him, dude. I'm like, they did it and it was a good job and I'm still paying them to the And look, not, <laughs> and, to, and to end it off, be the middleman. You know, middlemans get paid lots of money. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example, right? Say you, you have a podcast, right? You want to reach a, a bigger audience, right? I can literally just DM influence hey how much you charge hey how much you charge hey how much you charge then call you like hey i got 10 influencers that approach you this is the amount i can get paid just being a middleman and that's almost for anything and i could just sit at home dming people all day see that's that's deep see well now what i would tell somebody uh if they was dead ass broke and they needed some money no, no, no. <laughs> just give up. I tell them, tell them to contact me if they want to get into podcasting. Uh, they can come join uh, Quirky Media LLC. <laughs> and uh, this has been another episode. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't, I didn't get to it. Oh, no, we're not, we're not talking to you, Tanny. I, I want to. No, oh, shit. Wow, Tanny. Okay. May I answer? Yeah, go ahead. What would you do, Tanny? I think you actually had it right on the head. I think the most overlooked aspect of anything is affiliate marketing. Just being able to be the middleman, like you said, the connection. You have a product. We do it all the time, right? Yeah. You eat at a good restaurant. We eat a good vegan restaurant, for example. Mm. That was really good. Someone goes there, eats. Why not get paid off that? It's bullying. It's affiliate marketing. Vegan. It really is. It's that simple. So why not just get paid off saying, yo, I had a great experience at whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You get a check. I actually yeah. pay for referrals. Okay, One can't be saying stuff like that on mm. camera. Really? <laughs> and link is still down below? Link below. Okay. No. Right. No, for real. No, but uh, no. All, all, look all, bad. All honesty, no. <laughs> you know, if you're a content, if you're a content creator, then the like, or if you aspire to be a content creator, the get in front of that camera. You know what I mean? Like, go get you set up with a DJI, get you a little gimbal, handheld for your phone. Shoot, start shooting. Amazon, your just friend. like start shooting. Like mm -hmm. that's your number one job is to get in front of that camera, blog everything, talk about everything, get your voice out there, create a, create your social media presence. That's what's going to start start generating and creating your following, which is ultimately going to start generating that income. So, and the best gimbal will be a uh, link. I'm not saying you can't. Um, as well, just, it's only going to generate an income if you have an offer. I know people with millions of followers and they don't make no money because they don't sell anything. So keep that in mind. But create the content. You got to start somewhere. Yes, Just, you yeah. do. So you got to create that but, content. But that will be another episode because that's a valid, valid point. Yeah. There's people with millions of followers that are homeless, that are yeah. broke, right? Yeah. And we know them personally, and it's just because they don't have they don't have an offer to offer their fans. You see, you guys, I know, we, I know, we, I know, we're supposed to be getting out of here, but y'all you, see the. Um, Fuck the haha -ha Davis. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bro from the D. Yeah, okay. So the guy in the court, um, does he, the court show? Huh? The, what's that court show? Like the, um, it's like a, like a parody. Uh, I know the one you're talking about is with the, the comedians. One? No, haha, -ha not on that show. No, no, he's not. But haha -ha is, he's a but comedian. He, just, had, from the he D. just did an interview and I think it, I think it might've been high. He was saying that he was, he was living in his mom's basement. Mm -hmm. Had a million followers. He was dead, bro. Yeah, that's haha. -ha. You know what I mean? That's your, yeah. Yeah, that's him. And I'm just like, damn. You know what I mean? But that goes into our next episode when uh, 
Yeah, so t- make sure you tune in. Don't be a chump. Yo, so make sure you subscribe. <laughs> like, you know, we starting this from scratch, man. We just we we started this podcast just to 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 try to spread the things that we've uh, you know grown up not knowing, and now we've learned been blessed to to know now. So you know, we just want to give y'all some game. Hey, man, make sure y'all don't miss none of these commercials, and I hope you taking notes because. I'm not into doing things for wasting my time. I'm just really <laughs> so serious. <laughs> and where can we find our guest over here? Instagram, daydreams. My website is daydreams.us. D-A-E dreams.us. Okay. We'll put that link right there on the bottom of the screen. Go across the, go across the screen. Well... Once again, we appreciate you all for tuning in with another episode of Capital Games. And I am DJ Bay, the Prince of Hemp, and we have Peter Parker, Director of the Year. You already know. Miss Parker, Daydreams. Hey. All right. B Mac, we out this thing. Oh, okay. So I don't get to injured. I'm just No. Nope. He just be, <laughs> be cutting you out. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's my feelings. Because Tanny don't be saying nothing the <laughs> whole time. <laughs>